Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Penguins able to get it out. Trying to feed Crosby. He's got it with a shot. Scores! With 1.38 to go. Crosby with a potential dagger. As the Penguins lead is back to 2 at 3-1. to one. There's Sidney Crosby late with a minute 38 to go in the game, sealing it for Pittsburgh. They go on to win it 3-1. to one. That's our play of the game brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. As we welcome you back here to the Sabres postgame show, I'm Brian Colziel on the Sabres radio network. Buffalo falling to Pittsburgh for the second consecutive evening by a score tonight of 3-2-1. Buffalo trying to make it interesting late. Peyton Krebs getting a goal uh, with 11 minutes into the third. So there was still nine minutes left on the clock for Buffalo trying to get the tire. And they just ultimately could not beat Casey DeSmith as uh, Buffalo only able to manage one goal, which is a rarity lately. Even in wins and losses, the Sabres have been scoring. Tonight, though, just one uh, from Peyton Krebs. want to credit the Penguins for their job. They did on Tage Thompson. He had a shadow on him basically the entire weekend last night and tonight, and even on Buffalo's power play opportunities. They were marking him up. Very good. Pretty impressive job there. They decided to take Thompson out of the game. Casey Middlestad playing with Thompson tonight. He's up first live in Pittsburgh with Paul Hamilton. Early on, I guess. Um, I don't know if it's one thing in particular. I think we just started using our speed. We knew they were going to come out hard after uh, last night, and obviously they did. We gave a couple up early. Thought we weathered it, weathered it from there, though, and um, thought we had a just a ton of chances. Um, just one of those nights where they don't go in, I guess. Casey, what got you guys going where you did get more offensive time as the game went on? Um, I don't know if it's one thing in particular. I think we just simplified, started getting pucks in and, and getting pucks back. Uh, I think a big strength of ours is our speed. So when we get down the forward check and, and we get on the D, I think it makes it hard on the other team. And uh, we start getting pucks back and making plays. So I thought we did that. And obviously, it would been nice to put a few away there. The way these last two games went, frustrating I'm sure how do you just kind of forget about it I guess how do you approach it after these two yeah I mean it's a long year um just gotta take a breath and um get a day off tomorrow so everyone's gonna have time to regroup and come back fresh and ready to go you can't let these things weigh on your mind you gotta move on and, and keep going did you guys not get enough shots on net from the standpoint you passed up some it seemed like some were blocked or went wide it just seemed like you were creating but they weren't getting on net I guess yeah, you know, I think uh, maybe a couple times there we tried to make the extra pass or the cuter play when we had a good shot. And, um, you know, it, it's it's a hard balance because a lot of times you make that play and it's a goal and um, other times you don't and and then you're being told to shoot. So it's a tough balance, but there's definitely times we can put pucks in that. I think especially when we're putting pucks in that and getting it back, then we get a ton of chances off of that. So I think it's a big focus for us. Thanks, Casey. Casey Middlestat and Kyle Oposo here on the other side of the room. 
We'll just have him in one second, Brian. He's just uh, walking over here. Kyle, you guys got better as the game went on. Uh, what was the difference maybe between the start and then as you guys did get better in the second and third periods? Well, I mean, we just gave him two power plays to start the game. So it's kind of hard to create any momentum right away when you give him two power plays. And then, you know, it was a lot like the game last night, to be honest with you. Um, we did get better as the game went on. I don't think they can play at their pace. Um, and we just kind of wore on them, and we just weren't able to find the equalizer. The second game of Dr. Get Back, you guys are without Jeff and Yoki for this game. What does it say about the group that you guys really, once you got past those couple of you know, power plays for them, that you were able to get your game going and rolling lines and obviously the deep pairs stepped up the way that they did? Yeah, we just talked about stepping up before the game and you know we have to be able to withstand injuries. It's part of the league. It's part of the NHL. It's, it's part of being a good team. Um, you know, It's unfortunate we didn't get the result tonight, but... We had a lot of guys that, that played well and, and stepped up in, in some new roles. So um, need more of the same moving forward for sure. Kyle, did you feel the scoring chances were better in the third? Uh, it seemed to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, there were more pucks and more bodies to the net in the third than maybe you had in the second, even though you were in the zone in the second. Yeah, just maybe a little bit more desperation, you know, being down two goals and trying to throw everything to the net and get there. And, um, you know, it's just the way the third period played out. And, you know, it would have been nice to... Nice to draw a couple there, um, a couple more power plays, but that's the way it shook out tonight. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of an old cliche, but you know, the, goal, the goals are scored around there, so everybody's trying to get there. You're trying to take away his eyes. He was obviously seeing the puck pretty well tonight. He seemed pretty square on you know east-west plays, and um, their goalies did a really good job the last two games. Uh, Peyton Krebs has really improved his game recently. Uh, what have you seen in his game uh, that, that has helped him now start start to produce offensively and just start playing better? Yeah, I mean, I'm happy for him. He works extremely hard, and you know, he's he's hard on himself, but he's um, you know he's learned to uh, you know to spin his attitude into a positive and and really just come to the rink with a smile and, and be happy and, and work at his game, and it's it's paying off. And I think. Um, you know, kind of when you're in the middle of Z and I, you know what you're going to get. And, um, you know, he's really uh, he's really made some strong plays here in the last few games and um, commend him for working at it for sure. Thank you, Kyle. Kyle Oposo on the post game. Brian, back to you. All right, Kyle Oposo there, yeah, talking about playing with Peyton Krebs. Krebs has looked good as of late. Um, unfortunately for the Sabres, the, in these last two games in which Krebs has scored, the Sabres have not been able to get a victory. Last night, the loser point in overtime tonight, no points as they fall in regulation by a score of 3-1. to one. Uh, Pretty impressive to see Chris Letang back in the lineup tonight. Uh, again, we were talking about it throughout the broadcast. Uh, 12 days coming off of a stroke, and he's back in there playing tonight. So uh, pretty and pretty impressive stuff here. You know, again, I know we're here to analyze what the Sabres did right and did not do right, but, I mean, what a, a moment there for just Letang on his own, be able to come back and get out there and play over 20 minutes of hockey. Really, really impressive stuff. Oposo was accredited, uh, initially accredited with a uh, assist on the Krebs goal, but now they've changed it to Gergensen. So the Sabre goal reads Krebs, his second from Fitzgerald and Gergensen. So that, is the, that was the only tally for Buffalo in this game. Final shot totals, the Sabres outshoot the Penguins 17-9 to in the third period. Uh, it ends up 38 to 31 
in Buffalo's favor uh, at the end of the night. Special teams, Buffalo's been very good as of late. Oh, let's go more to the room. Here's Peyton Krebs now live with Paul. Peyton, uh, going to the net obviously got you your goal. Uh, what was the difference maybe between the beginning of the game where they took the lead on you guys and as you guys got better as the game went on? Yeah, I think obviously it started with some penalties, um, kind of ruined the flow a little bit. And I think, uh, you know, we know the type of team we are and how we can play. And obviously that first period wasn't our best. And we went into the room and, you know, we just allow ourselves to stay calm and, you know, get to our game. And I think, uh, you know, the second and third, we dominated them. And, um, you know, uh, just couldn't get a job done tonight. What's changed for you personally in the last few games? I mean, we talked the other day, but you've found even a higher level, it seems, since then. What's changed? I uh, changed my helmet, a few things like that, but um, no, um, just I think, you know, my line mates, Oki and Gertie, you know, we, we battle hard together and I think, you know, having them, them two guys, you know, they just stay stick with it and have a lot of fun. So I think, uh, you know, at the start of the year, I was maybe a little bit, uh, um, a little tense, you know, you know, trying to do a little too much and now I think I'm just trying to keep it simple and, you know, that, uh, you know, whether I have a good shift and hand it off or, um, you know, step on the ice and just try to be my best player I can. Peyton, did you feel the opportunities were there? Did you just, as a group, maybe missed uh, some very good scoring opportunities? Yeah, we had some power plays. We had some looks. Um, you know, we had, we had some opportunities for sure to, you know, capitalize. I think, uh, like I said, I thought, I thought we, we battled hard. And, um, you know, those are going to go start going in for sure. Um, you know, other nights those might go in, and, and tonight they didn't. So... Um, just stick with it, and I know we got the group here that's gonna um, just, just keep going here. You guys didn't give them much five on five. What allowed you to to really kind of hold them down there? Yeah, I think um, just getting pucks behind them. Um, you know, getting on that four check, we knew uh, we had success doing that, and uh, we tried to continue it. So, um, no, it, it was uh, you know a hard battle. Uh, they're a good team over there, and um, you know it's a good test for us. Thank you, Peyton. Peyton Krebs on the post game. Brian, back to you. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, Krebs has been good lately. That's a good sign. Obviously, part of the Jack Eichel trade from Vegas. Uh, the Sabres, unfortunately, not getting a uh, win in Krebs' two outings here, 3-1. to one. Let's go back to more of the stats that I was giving you there. Uh, final shot totals with 38-31 Buffalo. Power plays, Sabres 0 of 3. Pittsburgh 1 of 2. Over the weekend games here with the Penguins, they win the battle of special teams last night. Penguins got two power play goals. They get another one tonight, so they get three of seven in the weekend. The Sabres, if you add the two nights together, one of seven. So edge to the Penguins on the special teams. We know they have a good power play. We know the playmakers that they have, but uh, the Sabres have been good on special teams lately. But this weekend, uh, part of the reason that the Pens are able to get two wins, you got to point to the special teams area. In goal, Casey DeSmith ends up getting the win. 37 saves. Uka Pekalukanen, we, you know, we're mentioning that the second goal wasn't a great one. You know, maybe even the third one you'd like to stop it, but uh, Buffalo only scoring one for him in this game. Uh, he ends up facing 31 shots and makes 28 saves. Some other individual notes along the way. How about Rasmus Dahlin? He played over 30 minutes tonight. You think they miss Henry Yoki Haru in his minutes? Dahlin plays... 30 minutes, 19 seconds in a regular in a game that did not go to overtime. Three shots for Darlene, a one penalty and a minus one. Owen Power, not too far behind. He played 26 
28. Samuelson, 22.56. Those were the three highest savers in terms of ice time. Tage Thompson, despite essentially being marked up the entire game, did lead all players on both sides with shots on goal with six on the game. Your final stats are brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. 3-1 Pittsburgh, the final. Brian Colsey with you here on the post game. We'll be heading back to Pittsburgh momentarily to hear from Sabres head coach Don Granato. We will also get Paul Hamilton's take. Three stars now. I mentioned Latang and, you know, the incredible feat for him to be back tonight. He plays 22, over 22 minutes, 22-14, credited with three block shots, seven hits. So uh, kudos for him coming back. Uh, let's uh, go to Don Granato now, live in Pittsburgh with Paul. Don, you certainly did have some scoring opportunities, though. Uh, you missed some, passed some up, maybe, you know, coming down the slot. Uh, a couple of guys, I, as I think back, maybe passed up some golden opportunities, do you feel? We, we did. I think everybody watching wishes uh, Jack Quinn would have taken that shot when he was sitting right where he was. But, um, you know, th this game for sure, we we gave up four minutes on the power play or two, two power plays to them early to kill two penalties. And that got the crowd in it. That got them energized. Uh, I thought really it, we, we were able to swing momentum uh, at some point in that first, and they were willing to just defend the rest of the way, it, it seems. So um, we just, uh, again, I thought we, we could have got more traffic and we could have had a, a greater shot mentality. I think sometimes you, you, you score a lot of goals and you get a, a false sense of confidence that you can make things pretty all the time. And we uh, we. we forewent the scoring gritty and just shooting the puck and, and going for second chances on, on some occasions that I thought would have helped us. You know, given what you guys had out of the lineup tonight, how did you feel that the group you know, overall went about like the, the D pairs and, of course, Casey moving up and Jeff's Jeff spot? Yeah, I thought the group was real good um, despite missing some key components, uh, specifically the power play, I thought. The defensive, the defensive did a nice job, but I also thought the power play uh, – one goal post on each of the first two power plays that were perfect setups. So that could have went, you know, obviously a couple inches. It could have went the other way. But, um, yeah, we had to make some, some adjustments with that lineup and lines. But I, I was uh, not – I was uh, very happy with the way they performed in regard. What did you think of the way Uka Pekka settled in after the first five, ten minutes or so? First five, ten minutes, he, he, he was still even good there, mm -hmm. I, I felt. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the building is allowed to get in some excitement with a couple power plays and a goal. And I thought that the next five or ten minutes, he, I thought he was real good uh, also and settled in and had some calm. And then he didn't have a ton of action, but, but uh, he had a solid game. It was, um, you know, that was a good enough game from his side for us. And with our chances, to, it, was a, it was a winnable situation. So um, just his end was, was real good. His cousin's okay. He took a pretty nasty slash there at the end. He did. He took an elbow in the face too. But he's, uh, yeah, I, I don't have any doubt he's fine. I haven't obviously haven't talked to him after the game, but um, he was pretty competitive in a bit of a rage on the on the bench. So I, I don't think there's any issue. Um, he'll be he'll be fine. They didn't, they didn't get a goal, but did you like the way that line generated? Uh, cousin's, cousin's line. Uh, they were good again. They were uh, they were on top of. Uh, you know, pit and their transition, and they played with a lot of speed. They showed a lot of skill. Um, you know, again, I, I think that they, if there was a fault, they were they were looking to be a little bit too fancy and pretty at times. But 
hey, their effort was was great, and that's part of them gaining experience too. Um, you know, they've uh, they now have a different level of hindsight when when you pass on some some opportunities to change a game, and they'll be better because of it. Go ahead, Joe. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I can barely get out of nowhere. Um, what allows Peyton to fit in so well with Zemgis and Kyle? Another very solid game out of him tonight. Yeah, I, I, I thought Krebs was good again, and um, you know earned earned what he got, working, doing the right things, keeping it simple, and you know we talk a lot about playing a very straightforward, direct, uh, simplifying game, but still playing hard. And, and Akposo and Gergensen know how to do that. When you say it, they know the things that you're you're speaking of as a coach, getting pucks behind, finishing. Uh, finishing through through players, um, keeping the puck, making it hard on the opposition, and and I, they're they're rubbing off and, and helping Peyton understand uh, the necessity of that at the NHL level. I mean, Peyton's skill level is undeniable. He, he's a very talented player, but he's a young player, and those are those are areas that I think he has been excited to and embraced. Uh, you know, his focusing on those and and those two players on his wing. Uh, I think are helping in that initiative. Do you think JJ maybe used his speed more in this game to his advantage than maybe he has in others? I mean, he produced two two on ones that didn't look like they were going to be two on ones because of his speed. Plus, he got back and broke up a breakaway, which didn't look like he was going to be able to either. Do you think he really used his speed to his advantage more than maybe he has in the past? Uh, he did. He was he was very impactful, and in his speed, it's 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 power. It, it, sometimes it doesn't look like he's going fast. The guy's legs next to him are going faster, and he's just passing him up. It's it's incredible. So he he has a lot of power to each stride. Uh, and I thought you know tonight in a in a back to back, you've got some, you've got a lot of older players in the game too, and the younger guys and younger legs usually have a little more pop, and and, and he did tonight. Uh, so so he absolutely stood out uh, amongst our group, and I think both groups in, in many occasions tonight. Casey handled more faceoffs uh, on the Thompson line. Was that just a look with? out there against Sid and of how last night went when that was the matchup. Yeah, those guys through with Jason Christie work it out uh, and they'll figure out who's hot and who how to guess who in different sentiment or different face-off dots. So, um, yeah, he, he was very confident tonight and uh, that's, that's a good thing if you can have him taking draws with Tomer in a more of a shooting position. Uh, we would favor that anyway. Why did you decide to use Clegg over Lawrence Pilot today? Uh, we we liked Clegg uh, when he was last up, and you know we had the opportunity to put him in. We were excited to see his progress. We've talked obviously we speak with the guys in, in Rochester, and um, he's progressed really well. And I thought it was an opportunity to see that. And you know, even when he left us, he left on a really good note. Uh, whatever it was a few weeks ago, so that was a the, the choice was based on that. Uh, you know, obviously you've got your 23 roster and you have limited spots and. Uh, we had we had room uh, to bring him up with with Yokohara's uh, injury and thought, wait, that's it's a good opportunity to see him again. And, and he was good. It was uh, it was good to get him in there because he I thought he performed very well. Don Granado in the post game. Brian, back to you. Don Granado's post game comments brought to you by Salino Plumbing, Heating and Cooling, and Tempstar Emergency Services specialists bringing heat on and off the ice. We'll get Paul's take here. In just one moment, let's get you the three stars while we wait for Paul. Latang uh, coming back again over 20 minutes. Very impressive. Star number three, Casey DeSmith, 37 saves. Star number two, Sidney Crosby, two goals, including the game winner. Star number one, Sidney Crosby.
the electric player of the game brought to you by Town BMW for an electrifying performance. Check out Town BMW's lineup of EVs. 3-1 Pittsburgh. Let's go back to PPG Paints Arena. Paul Hamilton standing by. And, uh, Paul, the Sabres have been loading uh, loading up with goals as of late, but tonight only one. And uh, maybe if they could have even just had their normal goal output, they would have won this game tonight. Well, especially in the third period, they could have had more. And we just talked to the coach about the Quinn chance. I mean, Quinn's got a great shot, and he just comes flying down the slot all by himself, and he tries to pass to a covered Cousins, and they get nothing out of it. I mean, they, I want Jack Quinn to take that shot every single time. I mean, with the type of shot and the type of goal scorer he is. And uh, that's not the only one. I mean, they, they did pass up some really good scoring opportunities, at least in the third period. They made DeSmith make some really good saves also, which I didn't think they did in the second period, although they had a lot of offensive zone time. And they even had more offensive zone time, I thought, in the third period. And, uh, you know, got some people to the net, which got them a goal, their only goal of the game. But I really think there was opportunity for other goals. You hit two posts where they had DeSmith beaten on both of them. Uh, Cousins had one and Darlene had one. I believe they were both on the power play, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so, so there was opportunity there to tie this game and even win this game or at least get it to overtime, especially near the end. Um, I think Darlene maybe learned a valuable lesson on that last play to Cousin or to Crosby. Uh, Cousins was over on the wall. He gets slashed. Darlene's furious, so he's he's chirping at the referee while the play's going on. That's why uh, Crosby got behind him. Had he not done that, Crosby's not getting a breakaway. So uh, you you know it, it just. You got to save it. I mean, you're not going to get the referee. The referee's not going to change his mind in the middle of the play as you're skating down, trying to stop a goal that puts the game away. So, uh, you know, he he was incensed, but you know, you got to save it at least till the whistle before you got to keep playing. And you know that that put the game away for the Penguins there. Not exactly the same scenario, Paul. But Don Granato said last night it with Skinner, saying he got let the emotions get the best of him. When he cross-checked Genzel, and you know that might be a less of an example, but yeah, you're right. Darlene's got to keep his emotions in check there while the game is still in in doubt, and the play's still going on with one of the best players in the league on the ice with a chance to score. And I understand he he, he has every right to be mad. I, I would have been mad too if I were him. They missed yep. the call, but yakking at the referee isn't going to change it while the play's in the, while you're in the middle of the play and. Who knows if they tie it up anyway, but that took them out of it. I mean, that goal, and that's the end right there because that, that makes it 3-1. to one. So uh, you just you just need to keep playing through it and worry about the referees when the play's over. How about Lukanen's night now that it's over, Paul? We know you know it's, it's the easy blame game for fans right now to go right at goaltending, and I think some nights it's, it's, it is the first result uh, or the first answer as to why the Sabres didn't win. Um, the Sabres only scored one, though, tonight. So where do we grade Lukanen's evening's performance? Yeah. Um, I thought he made some really good saves at times right before the first goal. He stops Malkin and Crosby from point-blank range. But, unfortunately, a puck goes to Raquel, and it's in the net. And um, the, the next goal, the second goal by Crosby, comes out. That can't go in. I mean, that, that he's, he's down, he's there, and somehow gets you know, between his arm and his body, I believe winds up in the net. I know it's Sidney Crosby. I get it. 
I how do I want to put this? I I just need my goaltender to just come up big on that last goal. It's I know it's Sidney Crosby. I know it's not an easy save. I know Sidney Crosby's going to score a lot on that, but and that's not an easy save. That's not what we're talking about when we're talking about goals that are going in. That's not why I'm mean, you say you, you you want to have it back. I would say this about any goaltender. You you just want to save there if you can get it to keep your team at two to one. Uh, it's not like the first Crosby goal that he's got to stop. That's a bad goal. This isn't a bad goal. This is a skilled player scoring a skilled goal. I would just hope that somehow or another, it, you know, the top goaltenders. I guess maybe what I'm saying, what I'm saying is this: it's something to look up to. That you know, when I'm better in this league. And maybe a number one goaltender, that's a save I'm going to expect myself to make, you know, to, to keep my, my team in, in a hockey game. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's not an easy save whatsoever. It's not a bad goal. It's not a goal where you say, you know, you want that back or anything like that. Uh, and it's not the type of goal that we've been talking about through Lukanen's game so far in the NHL this year. Paul, thanks for all your work today. Pre-game, intermissions, and post-game. Uh, have a safe trip back to Buffalo, and uh, we'll chat Tuesday night with the Kings in town. Okay, take care, guys. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh following the 3-1 to Pittsburgh victory. All right, at this time here, as we get close to 10 o'clock, we're going to say goodnight to all of our local affiliate stations. If you want to keep listening to the postgame, go to WGR550.com, or you can listen in on the Odyssey app. For all of you on our flagship on WGR, we'll have another segment of the postgame when we come back. Final score, Penguins 3, Sabres 1. I'm Brian Colziel. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Drop for Malkin, pass to the middle of the ice, and the backhand pad saved by Lukanen. That's a beauty right there. Sabres stay in it. Down 2-0. Back the other way. All with your save of the game, brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily this week. Welcome you back to the postgame show. Brian Colsey with you here for just a few more minutes. Pittsburgh over Buffalo by a score of 3-1. to one. Now it's time to get our first response from the fans, brought to you by ServePro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. Surf Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy is first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. You can always send me your thoughts on Twitter at BrianWGR. Got a couple of thoughts in on Kyle Oposo talking about how he thought as the game went on that he didn't think the Penguins could keep up with their pace. Uh, Becky writes in and says the Penguins definitely struggled to keep up with the Sabres' speed last night. Thought they did a little better job tonight. Says, hey, the Pens are old. Sabres are impressive. Speed, youth, skill, they swarm. Uh, corporate suit and tie guy, Mark in Fairport says, uh, they 100% cannot keep up uh, with the Sabres, but they managed to control the speed tonight. But having that speed means you can pot a couple quickly, and it almost happened tonight. Uh, last tweet that we'll read here says, uh, Sylvain says, it's ironic, the night where UPL is able to finally be over the 900 save percentage mark, the team can't even score two or more. Thanks for your thoughts. You can always send, me, send them in at Brian WGR. Let's finish with the injury report brought to you by Losey and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys 
working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. The logistics on the e injuries. Vinny Hinestroza has been out with an injury. They officially put him on injured reserve tonight. Uh, and forward Brett Murray was called up from Rochester, although Murray was a scratch. Rasmus Asplund went in. Defensively, Henry Yoki Haru now with a lower body injury. He goes on injured reserve. Kale Clegg was called up and played tonight. Lawrence Pilot remained a healthy scratch. So right now, Hinestroza and Yoki Haru on injured reserve. Labushkin still injury listed as day-to-day. -day. Eric Comrie, the goaltender, still listed uh, on the week-to-week -week category on the injury status. Buffalo's next game and our next broadcast will be Tuesday. That'll be at 6 o'clock with the pregame show, 7 o'clock puck drop from KeyBank Center as the Sabres will play the Kings at home before a three-game trip out west in which they'll then take on Colorado, Arizona, uh, and Vegas. So home on Tuesday for L.A., and then Colorado, Arizona, Vegas, a three-game trip as the Sabres close in on the Christmas holiday. And with that, before we go, a reminder for all of you listening on WGR and many of these same stations, tomorrow we'll have Bill's coverage starting bright and early, 7 a.m., taking you all the way up to kickoff at 1 o'clock, Bills and Jets. So enjoy the Bills coverage tomorrow here on WGR. And with that, we will say good night to you. Want to thank our crew, TJ Luckman, our network producer, Kyle Powell on our social media and game story. You can check it out, WGR550.com. Tom Maddy is our engineer, Paul Hamilton, our reporter, and for our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. My name is Brian Colziel. I thank you for listening. Again, the final from Pittsburgh. Penguins win it 3-1. to one. Have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy the Bills game tomorrow, and I'll talk to you Tuesday with the Sabres and Kings from downtown Buffalo right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Good night, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs>